0: Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can create an amazing business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Well, hello and welcome to My Business Playbook. This is the final episode for the season, for the year, the last dandelion of the season. Um, If anyone knows Ice Age, that was from that movie. Uh, (laughs) Oh my goodness, this is going to be weird, I can tell. I'm excited. So I am just... I kind of can't believe that this is the end of season one. Season two begins in the new year and I'm really looking forward to it because we have some incredible guests lined up and I'm just so excited to continue on with these wonderful conversations that are raw and honest and there's kind of no filter and it's it's really, really fun. But I wanted to share today, well, firstly, actually, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It means the world to me to have people like you listening in every single week whether you've been here from day 1 if you have thank you so much you've been one of our OG people but wh- whether you've joined in along, along the way or whatever I am just so grateful to have you here and every single message I get on Instagram of you listening of of your thoughts on the episode it just means the world to me. So thank you so much. It Actually, I sincerely feel really blessed to have such a wonderful community and I'm so grateful that you are in it. So thank you for letting me talk with you every single week. I feel like, my goodness, I feel like the luckiest. So today I'm going to be sharing three lessons from 2021. And, you know, I... (laughs) it's going to be real. It's going to be pretty raw. And I'm, I'm excited about it because I don't know about you, but this last part of the year for me has felt like I am crawling to the finish line. What I imagine I would be like actually running a marathon. Um, I would never run a marathon, like just quietly, but I can, I picture it. I don't know if anyone's seen new girl (laughs) when she does that. She does that. Um, I don't know if it's a marathon or she does this run and she's doing it with her best friend, Cece and Cece's really quite fit. Uh, and Jess, the main, main character, she's really unfit and she's like struggling in the end. They've closed up the whole marathon thing that all the lights are gone. There's they're packing up the final, like bit where the finish line, they're packing all that up and her friends all come over and pretty much carry her to the finish line. That is how I feel right now. And I, why am I telling you this? It's probably, you know, I don't know if maybe you're supposed to say these things, but I have just felt like 2021 has been big. It has been full, at least, particularly here in Australia. We've been in lockdowns. We've been, there's been a lot of unknowns. And as a business owner, there's a bunch of things I've learned, so many things I've learned, but there are a few key things that I've realized and I've learned about myself. And the first is that the first lesson I've learned is that focus is more important than activity. Focus is more important than doing everything. And I under stress, I am like, okay, let's launch something new. Let's do this. Let's do that let's you know totally change this thing about our business i did all of that this year i had uh moments where kim our graphic designer website designer she was on her honeymoon we launched our course i think it might have been a day before her wedding so she she was like out of office and you know she was just doing her thing getting married which was glorious and I was like, great, we've launched a course. Pretty much what happens after I launch a course is I go and do someone else's course. So I did this systems course by Amy Porterfield and doubled down on all of our systems. I just worked by myself for like a lot, like a few weeks, and I just started making these SOPs, these standard operating procedures. I started doing all these things, and that was really beneficial. Kim came back to work. And I was like, great, Kim, welcome back. Glad you're married. How was your honeymoon? Uh, We're in lockdown. We're working remotely. Uh, Secondly, we're launching this new offer, which is where we design and publish a website in three days. By the way, that's you doing the designing. (laughs) And Kim was like, okay, (laughs) got it, got it, got it. So I'm not easing in after my honeymoon. And this was me in stress land where I was like, well, we need to launch new things. We need to you know, there's opportunity and, you know, I just wanted to hit go on all of these different things. And what I realized is, yes, that the website VIP has been super successful. We're booked out. It's been incredible. And, you know, we, we've really worked out quite a good process with it, but I need to focus and my tendency is to try and do everything at once. And so the idea of having multiple tabs open, that is that is me. I'm like, great, what are we doing next? What are we launching? What are we doing? Meanwhile, the chaos was around us. It was crazy. Here in Australia, New South Wales was in lockdown. And I'm thinking, okay, everyone's spending more time online. Let's try and make more money. How do we do it? Let's do this. Let's do that. And so it just... I felt this, I felt like the rug was kind of pulled out from underneath me because I changed too much at once and it was stressful. And so what I've realized is whilst there will always be opportunities, there will always be opportunities. And if you're a creative, if you're an entrepreneur, you will always see opportunities. I'm always wanting to start other businesses. I'm always thinking about it. But the thing is, the most successful people zero in on one thing. They focus in on one thing. They become known for one thing. I think it's Warren Buffett who says, successful people say no to almost everything. And me in 2021 was kind of saying yes to everything and realizing, oh my goodness, my capacity isn't um, infinite. I have to actually slow down. So that was the first thing. Focus is more important than activity. And that also applies to uh, niching. So a big focus area for me, and this was through some work I did with Colin Boyd, who is um, a coach for this this group I'm part of. He kept saying to me, Laura, what the heck? You're you're speaking to too many people. You need to niche down more. So for me, I had this, this kind of revelation, I guess, or whatever, of like, Okay, focus. It doesn't mean, you know, I think we have this scarcity mindset, particularly when it comes to niching and becoming known for one thing and serving one particular audience. We think, oh my gosh, there's not going to be enough work. If I only work with service providers, there's not going to be enough work for me. If I only work with women in in creative industries, there's not going to be enough work for me. If I only work with people who earn over this amount of money, there's not going to be enough work. So really, by focusing in on my niche, and and I say this to encourage you, when we focus in on our niche and on what we want to be known for, who we want to serve, it means that all those shiny opportunities of oh I could be doing this and I could you know launch this and do this and blah blah blah, it kind of they kind of can fade away because it's like okay, but someone else can do that. That's a great idea, but maybe it's not my idea. Maybe it's not for me to do. So that's been a big learning curve in 2021. Focus is really, really important. Becoming known for one thing has been really, really important. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two is never underestimate the power of community. And for me, you know, I am... I'm an extrovert. I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I am. And so I, in COVID and in lockdowns here in Australia, I really felt uh, like quite isolated. I mean, we were literally in isolation and, you know, I think about people in Victoria, people in Melbourne, people in Sydney, that lockdown happened for way, way longer than it did for me here where I live in Newcastle. But I think there's something to be said about being part of a community. And however it is that you find community, it's really important that you you have people around you who you feel like you belong with. And so I have learned that, okay, when I'm it's actually really, really important for me to have connection with people and other women in business in particular. And throughout COVID, throughout lockdowns, I went for walks with my friend Lauren, um, who runs Common Circus, which is a homeware store. We're going to get her on the podcast next year. And we would go for walks along Meriwether Beach and pretty much we would just be like, oh my goodness, how are you? How's the business? What's happening with this person? Is this person okay? What's happening here? How are your orders going? Are you making enough money? You know, all of these things. And it was pretty much both of us just downloading like, oh, this has been big. And honestly, it has been, my friendship with her has been so, so valuable. And that is just one friendship. And we need to be thinking about, okay, how can I, And this can be on Instagram or it can be in real life, whatever works, but how can I build more community? Not just from people who like what I do, but from people who are actually peers on the same level, on the same journey as me, because that has been one of the most valuable things that has come out of this year for me is, oh my goodness, we need each other. And I don't know long-term what the ramifications of being isolated, what that's going to look like. I feel like there is, you know, of course, there is a mental health element at play. I think there's also a social health thing of actually, like we need to be around people. We're designed to be around people. We're designed to connect with people. So it's really important that wherever you are at that you find a sense of community, even if it's in a Facebook group or if it's in an Instagram account that you love or whatever, finding peers who are doing a similar thing to you on a similar journey to you or maybe they're just on the same wavelength or maybe they're further along than you are. Whatever that looks like, find a person, a real life person that you can connect with because that is gonna help you to stay on track and it's also going to help you to stay energized in your business journey. So that is lesson number two. Never underestimate the power of community. And I feel very privileged that my community and our community on at La La Social Club and this podcast has been such a source of joy for me. It's been such a lovely part of this year because I've still felt connected to you. I've still felt connected to people who follow me on Instagram, people in our courses, in our programs, our clients. I've still had that connection and that has been so, it's just been so lovely. So for you, I just encourage you to find community and maybe for 2022, that can be a goal for you. If you have found that you felt quite alone in your business journey, then Put it on your list of things you want to do. Maybe it's joining something like Business Chicks or another business community of like-minded people. That is really, really valuable and I highly encourage you to find your people, to do the work to find your people next year. So that's lesson number two. And lesson number three is business is way better when it's fun. And that might sound so simple, but what I've realized is, you know, a lot of the time running a business, there are highs and there are lows, you know, there there are seasons where it's all guns blazing, there's growth, there's momentum, you've got a great team around you. And then there are seasons where you feel like, oh, this feels like hard work. Do you know what I mean? It it can feel like oh, I'm just, uh, I'm just showing up. I'm just trying to be consistent, but I'm just not, I'm not enjoying it as much as I used to. And in those seasons, (laughs) what I have found is that we need to get back to the things that we enjoy in the business. And so, if you're feeling like, and it might just be the end of the year, but if you're feeling a bit like, oh. I don't know, I'm not enjoying this as much as I used to. As we've grown, I've felt like, oh, like, is this, you know, you might be feeling like a bit overwhelmed or a bit drained or a bit fatigued. And so what I've really realized is that when I feel drained, it's a sign that A, like I need to rest, which, yeah, definitely. Um, But B, I'm probably not doing things that are energizing me. So what do I need to do to take some of those things that drain me? What do I need to do to take those off my plate? Is it possible for me to do that? And if it's not, how do I put them, structure it so that they are more enjoyable or I do something enjoyable straight after? (laughs) So it's about finding what energizes you in your business. So for me, I love writing. I love creativity. I'm, I'm really... That's where I feel really energised. And so I have just really had to go, okay, what do I find fun about this? And who do I have fun with? And how do I play to my strengths a bit more? And one practical thing that I encourage you to do if you've not done this before is there is an assessment called Strengths Finder. And essentially it's it's like a big quiz and you kind of, it gives you, it spits out five of your top strengths. And, you know, if you pay extra, you can figure out what your lowest, your lowest strengths are. I guess your weaknesses are. I got all, I got all 34 of them because I wanted to know what my lowest one was. (laughs) And my lowest one was consistency, which actually helped me a lot because I realized, oh my gosh, it totally is. But my top strengths We're in uh, strategic thinking. Um, I think one of them was maximizer, individualist. Uh, I can't remember the other ones. Anyway, part of the maximizer strength is that you only play to your strengths. (laughs) It's that you are like, okay, how can I maximize what I'm good at? I'm not going to focus on my weaknesses. I'm actually just going to focus on what am I good at? How do I do more of that? And so for me, whenever someone works with us, whenever we have students come through, I'm like, okay, what are you good at? Let's focus on that. Outsource the rest (laughs) or outsource the things that you're not good at, or you don't enjoy, or that drain you because business can be fun. We just have to let it be fun. And so we need to actually go, all right, What parts of my business drain me? What parts of my business energize me? And how do I do more of the things that energize me than not? And that's not to say you're not going to have days where you go, oh, you know, responding to this email is not energizing me. Done. I'm not doing it. That's not what I'm saying. But I I think we need to be playing in our zone of genius more often than not. So, (laughs) I really believe business can be fun. And also I think a big part of that is not taking yourself too seriously. The amount of times things have gone wrong and I've just had to be like, "Okay, well, we'll just figure that out. When when we get to it, we're going to figure it out. It's going to be fine." And and it's just it takes the pressure off. It means that you have room to go, "All right. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm actually going to have fun doing this. I'm going to work with people who I enjoy their company. I'm going to work with people who I vibe with. It just makes, it just takes the pressure off. So that would be my three big lessons. And, you know, when things get heavy in the world around us, which I feel like 2021 and and 2020 have been that we need to really focus on nurturing the input we get. So, and one, one, Um, interview I did this year that I loved was I did a live webinar with Jack DeLosa right in the middle of lockdowns here in New South Wales. And we talked about your inputs, managing what goes in. So when we are spending all our time scrolling and looking at everyone else's businesses, looking at everyone else's websites, all their branding, oh my gosh, it looks beautiful. Look at how good they look. Look at that brand photo shoot. Oh my goodness. When we do that, We actually aren't filling our cup with something good. Yes, what other people are doing is great, but we actually need to be really intentional about our inputs. So if you find yourself getting stuck in this comparison loop, you know, and I find myself in that too, and I have to just go, all right, what am I doing? Stop scrolling. Let's just take a step back and I need to be really intentional with what I'm allowing into my mind, essentially. And and I think it's a really, really important part of of growing a business is that mindset thing. In fact, you should listen to the Jack DeLosa if you have time over the holidays. Two episodes I think you're gonna love. The episode with Jack DeLosa, which was a live uh, webinar that we turned into a podcast, that is all about navigating covid but the things that he says are still so so relevant honestly that whole uh in that interview i was just taking notes the whole time it was an incredible interview um second is the episode from last week which is jessica williamson she talks all about mindset So if there are two episodes you're going to listen to over the break, I encourage you to listen to those because they are really, really helpful for navigating the online space and keeping your mind really, really protecting and nurturing your inputs and the things that you think and the things that you believe about yourself and about others. Really, really important. Okay. I think they're my big lessons. I'm sure there are more, but for now, those are my three big lessons. So focus is more important than activity. Never underestimate the power of community. And finally, business can be fun and it should be fun. So if you have any lessons that you have learned this year, please send me a DM on Instagram at lalasocialclub.co. I would love to hear from you. It would be great. I would love to hear what your lessons have been. Uh, If you have any funny stories or funny, weird things that have happened, I am all ears. I love those stories. So (laughs) please share them with me. And I just want to encourage you take a break over the holidays, take a break over Christmas. I hope that you get some sunshine. And I hope that you really can start to think about your business in the new year and feel excited. About all of the goals that you're gonna be hitting in the new year. I'm so, so excited for 2022 and I can't wait to do this journey with you. So, thank you so much. Don't forget, if you love this episode, share it with a friend. Um, And don't forget to hit subscribe so that you or follow if you're on Spotify. That means that you never miss an episode. Um, And it also means you'll know when we have our season two launch. So, make sure you do that. That's gonna help big time so that you can stay in the loop. But in the meantime, I just hope that you have a wonderful Christmas. I hope that you have a beautiful new year and I'll see you next year in 2022. Woo! This is the year for us, my friends. It's going to be glorious. (laughs) I'm excited. Um, And we're going to finish up with um, a song that is very close to my heart. And so I hope that you enjoy it. Okay. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you guys soon.